Hey, welcome to Eight Geekabots Weird Cinema, live from Grand Forks Best Source. Tonight we're going to be talking about the movie Pumpkinhead. But first, we have to make a shout out to our, our friends at River Cinema 15 and the Shire Bar and Grill. Make the River Cinema 15 and the Shire Bar and Grill your next dinner and a movie destination in the River Mall in East Grand Forks. Either dine inside the movie memorabilia packed restaurant, the Shire, or take your meal to the movie you're attending. Some of this week's featured attractions are Founders Day, Mean Girls, The Beekeepers, and Anyone But You. Um, complete showtimes online at rivercinema15.com. Don't forget about the Tuesday $5 movie special all day long and the $5.50 senior matinee special on Wednesdays and Thursdays. The River Cinema has luxury recliners and expanded concessions that now serve adult beverages and is family-owned and operated. So, all right, we're gonna we're gonna talk about talk about Pumpkinhead. Excuse me for a second. I need to do something. All right, we're all right. We're gonna be talking about Pumpkinhead today. Um, basically, Pumpkinhead is basically in these revenge horror films. Um, as I as I, it's based on revenge, and there's other films like this too, like. Uh, what is the other one? Uh, Killjoy, all sorts of you know revenge films. I Spit on Your Grave, I think, was a revenge film. Uh, basically, a man by the name of Ed Harley. Uh, he's kind of a hillbilly, kind of weird. And his son, well, they get on the wrong end of a motorcycle accident, or dirt bike dirt bike accident actually, and. It kills his son. So Ed goes to this voodoo lady named Haggis to summon Pumpkinhead because he heard about it in a, a poem or something like that that uh, some of his neighbors were talking about. And, you know, they, they were saying, you know, if you do something wrong to someone else, Pumpkinhead will come for you. And basically he does. Uh, why is he called Pumpkinhead, though? I don't see why he's called Pumpkinhead. His head doesn't look like a pumpkin. The only thing I could think of was because, you know, he was buried in the old pumpkin patch. Is it the great pumpkin? Is it the great pumpkin? I don't think it's the great pumpkin, wizard. I don't think it's the great pumpkin. This is far from Charlie Brown. Uh, this is a monster film. There's a lot of great monster effects in this film. The suit is just wonderful. I think it was Stan Winston who created it. That that sounds correct. Yep, he directed it, and he has a ton of great special effects credits. Yeah. Didn't Stan Winston, Winston also do uh, Terminator 2? He did the special effects for Terminator 2, uh, along with Aliens and uh, Edward Scissorhands and Jurassic Park. Well, that, that's a pretty pretty good... Uh, it's like a five-star resume. Yeah, yeah. Those are all great movies. And like, wouldn't you say those are like top-tier like practical effects too, right? Exactly, exactly. That's, that's why I wanted to, to mention him. He, it's just awesome, you know? The suit is just awesome. I'm surprised a guy could fit into that thing. And that's one of the one of the Hollywood's icons there, who was playing the main character Ed too. Yeah, yeah, uh, Mr. Well, Lance Henriksen, I believe. Well, you know, Pumpkinhead. I, I I didn't catch it right away, but it was based on a poem. 
I don't know who it was by, but it's based on like a southern poem. And yeah. This movie came out what, the 80s, right? Let's look. Uh, 1988. There is, you know, the 80s were good years for monster movies. You had stuff like Puppet Master, you had Pumpkinhead, you had Nightmare on Elm Street. I'm surprised, you know, Pumpkinhead is not more as well known as like some of the other monster movie monsters. It's just it's, it just kind of perplexes me because it's it's a great story, but it's been rehashed over the years. Um, as I said, Killjoy is basically the same thing. And right. we reviewed Killjoy in the past here about the uh, clown in the hood, the revenge clown. Icky, I looked up who wrote that poem. Uh, the that is the origin this movie is based on. It's the poem was by. Uh, one Ed Justin. Oh, really? See, yeah, that's. I, I could see why they named the main character Ed in the movie now. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. You know, it's a great movie. Uh, the acting, not so great. Not so great. Even with Lance Henriksen, was he Ed Harley? Yep, the main guy was he. Was well, he did he did an okay job. It wasn't like an Anthony Hopkins style, you know, like role. But he did do a good job. Um, I, I th- I've seen him somewhere else before, but I can't remember where. Oh gosh, Lance Henriksen's been a ton of great films. Uh, I believe in the original Alien, right? Or, oh yeah, you know. he played. Didn't he play the cyborg or something? I like believe that? so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now I now I recognize him. He did a wonderful job in Alien. He's even done a bunch of video game appearances too over the years. There's a, there's a lot of. These actors that get into video game stuff, though. Uh, you know, and, and I can't remember if this is true or not, but I think there used to be a Pumpkinhead video game. I was looking up some of the stuff. Uh, like, I guess I know you, some of the movies you covered in the past, Icky, have went on to have books or novels or yeah. comics based on them, and I saw there was a Pumpkinhead line of comics over the years. Yeah, yeah, you know, there, there's been all sorts of... Of lines of comics, you know, you got your Dr. Giggles, which was Dark Horse, and, you know, a lot of these, a lot of these slasher films and monster films were made into uh, comic books. Yeah, I, was, I, I like, got, I got it right here, Icky, Dark Horse Comics released a Pumpkinhead comic in Dark 1993. Dark Horse is the one that released Dr. Giggles, too, the comic book to Dr. Giggles, but here's the thing about the Dr. Giggles comic, they released it before the movie was out. So they didn't know how it was going to end, so they just made up their own ending. So the ending of the book, comic book is different than the ending of the movie. And I'm just looking this up now. It looks like it was supposed to be a four-issue miniseries, but only two issues came out from Dark Horse before they canned it. Well, uh, I, but then later on, uh, Dynamite uh, Entertainment published a five-issue miniseries just a few years ago in 2018. Well, you know, I, uh, I, I collected the entire set of Silent Night, Deadly Night comics. Did you like them, Wizard? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. They were good, except for Billy became a Krampus. What are you talking about, Billy became a Krampus? Oh, yeah, I guess he did. <laughs> so so what other parts of this movie really jumped out at you? Well, the deaths weren't very original. They were just monster deaths, like clawing here and there, biting. You know, so there was really nothing, uh, nothing you know, outright... It's not like you're going to get, like, Freddy Krueger and have, like, the one-liner and all at the end. 
you is know. It, is it safe to say since uh, Stan Winston was directing it, this that the practical effects were at least a- aces all the way? Oh, they were aces all the way. The monster, the monster effects were good. The gore effects could have used some work. The gore effects could have used some work, uh, and they could have made more interesting ways for Pumpkinhead to dispose of his victims. What about, like, do you have a standout moment of the film that really popped for you? When he's visiting Haggis. Haggis is the, uh, is the voodoo, voodoo lady who teaches them about Pumpkinhead. Uh, but, you know, unlike most portrayals of voodoo ladies... She's like old and decrepit. She kind of looks like the old witch from the old uh, Eek comics, uh, Haunt of Fear. But, yeah, you know, normally when you see the voodoo lady in, in like the movies, she's like all voluptuous and beautiful. And, but this one's old and decrepit. <laughs> so. Any other uh, standout uh, or notable facts from the film before you jump into weird stats? Uh, not really. Not really. Uh, a- actually, for a, a teenage uh, movie, there was no sex in this movie. And I, I just got to, you know, I got to bring this up. There was a, a sequel to this, and it was less successful called Blood Wings. And I'm, then Sci-Fi Channel got their hands on it, and they just perverted the whole thing. I'm looking that up. I see uh, the Blood Wings was direct-to-video in 94, and I saw Sci-Fi Channel got two direct-to-TV uh, follow-ups. Uh, Ashes to Ashes and Blood Feud both came out in 2006. Well, Blood Feud is about the Hatfields and McCoys. Um, you seen both of them? I've seen, I've seen Blood Wings and um, Blood Feud. Any of the sequels worth uh, checking out at all? They're worth checking out, but they're not as good as the original. And, uh, you know, you got to realize sci-fi, when they get their hands on something, they kind of run with it until it's dead. Like Leprechaun. A bunch of the Leprechauns were just made for sci-fi. And that Leprechaun with Hornswoggle was absolutely oh, detestable. Yeah. That was awful. I love the original, Jennifer Aniston, and actually one of the few films that takes, takes place, place in North Dakota. Yeah, the entire at the film. end of the mo- at the end of the movie, you see a leprechaun holding the sign that says Bismarck or or no, this is the new leprechaun, but he's holding the sign that says Bismarck or bust. Oh, nice, nice reference. So if you if you want to check check out that, it's the uh, not not the Hornswoggle leprechaun, but the newest leprechaun. So. Icky, I have to ask. Uh, I saw this film got like a, a special like anniversary edition release on uh, Blu-ray and DVD uh, in more recent years after its initial DVD release. Do you own uh, the anniversary edition? No, I don't. I don't own any of these movies. Okay. No, yeah, I was just kind of looking it up here, and uh, uh, I want to say it was like a like a 20 year anniversary edition that came out i think in like 2008 that uh blu-ray and dvd that had like a commentary and interviews like they actually got stan winston to do a director's commentary a year before he died yeah um i was kind of looking up some backstory on this movie and i guess it's kind of interesting it sounded like when it first came out people were kind of like ho hum on it kind of so so but it seemed like over the years this movie kind of gained an 
appreciation as a more of a hidden gem of well, uh, horror films. Would you say this is that a fair assessment? It is a hidden gem. It's like Night of. I think if I remember the name of this movie right, Night of the Scarecrow with Larry Drake it was very unpopular when it first came out, but then it spawned a new gener a new genre of horror called Scarecrow horror. <laughs> And I've never heard of scarecrow horror before. What's why is that? It's based. There's just based on scarecrows. Oh, okay. But I didn't you know, know if it was like that a metaphor. Was, that, that movie on its inception was not very good, but then it became a cult classic. It's like Evil Dead was didn't do very well, but it became a cult classic. It's always interesting when you have movies like that. That just kind of Silent Night, Deadly Night, yeah. another one became a cult classic. Sleepaway Camp, cult classic. Find their market on streaming or home video. Yeah. Uh, well, any any other final thoughts on uh, Pumpkinhead bef- uh, before you jump into weird stats? No, I'll jump into the stats. One death by dirt bike. One death by monster jetsu. Three monster grabs from tree. One gun, gun impaled by monster. One death by motorcycle or mo. Uh, Motorbike, one Ed Harley suicide by gunshot, and also that girl, okay. Uh, body count, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Body count, eight. Weird stat- stats. Uh, Ed Harley playing, digging up the grave. Uh, witch conjuring pumpkin head. One pumpkin head Har- Harley hybrid. That's all I got to say for that. What a crazy amount of weird stats for this one. Eh, they're not as much as some of my other shows, but partially because I can't read my own handwriting. They, should, they say I should become a doctor. Do we, do we need to get the wizard to get you a typewriter? Probably. <laughs> all right, wizard, find a typewriter for Icky. <laughs> He'll get me one for uh, Festivus next year. There you go. Uh, One second here. Let's let's do the Rotten Tomatoes while yeah. we're at it. Yeah, yeah. Rotten Tomatoes box office. Where are you looking at? Reviews. Uh, percentage of positive critics reviews. Sixty five percent. That's more than half. Percentage of Rotten Tomatoes user approval. Forty eight percent. About half and half. The budget was three point five million. The box office was four point four million. That's not that's not a that that's not earning very much over what what it costs to make the film. But you know sometimes. You got to do that, you know. Um, Charles Band did that. Charles Band like makes like twenty, thirty movies a year, though. So, what's your final uh, final verdict on Pumpkinhead? Recommend, avoid, uh, maybe see. I would see. recommend it. I would recommend it. It's it's a great movie. Um, it's a popcorn movie, like you were talking about on big streams. Or big screens and TV streams. It's like a good one to have on a random late night in the background, maybe. Yeah. It's like, uh, there used to be these things called MGM uh, Midnight Movies back in the day. That's how I got my copy of uh, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. This would be a, a midnight movie if you ever saw one. I believe they played it on Monster Vision once. Uh, Joe Bob Briggs Monster Vision. So... Well, you ready to wind down, uh, hit up our last sponsor here before we wrap it up? Sure. Are you still putting off that project around the house that's been bugging you forever? 
Do you think you can wait until spring and call a contractor and have the work done ASAP? Well, good luck with that. Executive Properties has openings right now to get that project done. In fact, you can check out their Google reviews. Diane says Executive Properties did a roof project and remodeled a bathroom in our house. We were happy with their quality of work, and the projects were completed in a timely manner. We will use Executive Properties for our next home project. Get that project done sooner than later. Call Executive Properties, 701-330-1273. And, you know, I just got to say this. If people are interested in, like, straight-to-video things, movies, there's a great book called It Came From The Video Isle, and it's basically the history of Full Moon Films. Full Moon made a bunch of really great, cheesy, straight-to-video films. And I would definitely recommend the book for anyone who wants to get weird, 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 weird. Good stuff. Uh, what do you got in store for next week? Next week is let's get ready to rumble. It's weird wrestling. We're going to be talking about TNA wrestling. Ep- it's a TNA wrestling episode. So stay weird, Grand Forks. <laughs>